Welcome to the Hope United Church Podcast. We are one church with two locations. For video live streams of our services and more information, please visit www.hopeunited.org.uk. Turn me to Luke 9, it'll be on the screen. Luke 9, uh, I'm going to be reading from verse 51 to 56, and then I'll get into this message concept. Now it came to pass when the time had come for him to be received up, talking about Jesus, he steadfastly set his face to go to Jerusalem and sent messengers before his face. As they went, they entered the village of the Samaritans to prepare for him, but they did not receive him because his face was set for the journey to Jerusalem. And when his disciples, James and John, saw this, They said, Lord, do you want us to command fire to come down from heaven and consume them just like Elijah did? I'm surprised it would be John. I would expect Peter to do that, but that's John, the nice guy. Um, But he turned and rebuked them. He corrected them and said, you do not know what manner of spirit you are of, for the Son of Man did not come to destroy men's lives, but to save them. Then they went to another village. My message title is Response Addiction. I want to talk to you about response addiction. I was an alcoholic addict for 20 years. I believe the greatest addiction in society today is the addiction to response. We are addicted to how people respond. We are obsessed by how people respond. We measure everything by how people respond. And the church is the worst in the world at it. Now, just before I start here, this is not a get-out-of-jail-free card for the anemic. Okay? This is not a get-out-of-jail-free card for you who are joyous inside, but outside you're depressed. This is not a get-out-of-jail-free card for I'm really happy, but I never let my face know it. Okay? Do you know what I mean? If you're happy and you know it, tell your face. Doesn't really rhyme, but uh, so I'm I'm not meaning that. This is not a celebration of people who don't respond. It's learning to understand the addiction that humans have, drawn in much of my own stuff. This is not a I am already here message. I am there. Maybe about the fourth row. I'm leaving as good as the first row with that stuff. I'm about the fourth row with response addiction. And Jesus, I believe, as much as he was setting his face like flint, as it says in Isaiah, and he was just really on his way, and he just couldn't be bothered at that point because he was on his way to die. I was going to call the message, sorry I can't stop, I'm too busy dying for you. I had another couple. I can tell you're loving it, but so that's how I never used it. <laughs> uh, and I think we as humans, and the church for years for me, you, you see it in websites, we're a church that talks about stuff that helps you on a Monday. Yeah. And you're like, really? You think talking about that helps me on a Monday? There's a kind of poor ratio. I want to talk about things where the ratio is relevant to what goes on in my life. 
And I think if we're in church, we should be talking about things. And this church is going to talk about things that people battle with daily. We can lay on our hands. I'm not saying that's wrong. We can shabba-dabba-doo. We can wave flags if we're into that. I know we're kind of hopefully beyond that stuff. Uh, We can prophesy. We can cheer you up. We can rally you into a frenzy feeling fantastic. (laughs) Question. How much of that stuff do you draw on when you have a bad day at work with your boss? Well, I'm drawing in that anointing today. That's really helping me when I can't stand my boss. It's really helping me when my child comes home with two straight faces. Because that's the new thing, isn't it? Straight faces and smiley faces. I would have just had sad faces. I wouldn't have. I would have just ripped the paper up, personally. I mean, come on, kids, get a grip. Just tell you never got it. I would do that and just hope my mum wouldn't phone the school. Yeah. Well, she probably wouldn't because she's too embarrassed because she knew how bad I would have been. <laughs> so it's really her fault. Either way, you're a winner. Where's the, where does that stuff help that? Where does that stuff help when you're six-year-old who's more demonic than they're saved some days? Seriously. Yeah. No, who, who, are, who are well on their way to being a full-time criminal. <laughs> Do you understand? When they're that age. Talk about deceiving. Yeah. See, if you ever don't think humans can manipulate, analyse a four-year-old. Yeah. <laughs> Fraser was telling us that their youngest daughter, Anna, she's too cute, that's a problem, but she's been getting straight faces recently because she doesn't see the point. Just as, so, she, so I spoke to her and I says, here you're getting straight faces. She's like, well. <laughs> this is what she said. If I was the teacher, I wouldn't be giving anybody anything to do. I would just let them do what they want. <laughs> I says, do you want to be a teacher? She says, yes. And that's what I'm going to do. So Fraser was saying on Friday she got one smiley face and one straight face knowing that the, the smiley face was just pure behaviour. Yeah. No actually change. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, So Fraser corrected her and she says I'll wait, I'll wait to your room and have a think about it. She went to her room and she wasn't in her room two minutes and he just hears coming from the room don't blame it on the sunshine don't blame it on the sunshine <laughs> Where's the, where's the teaching to help that stuff? Seriously, because that happens. Where, where's the teaching for that? No. What do you draw on during the times? Where, where's the ratio? No, we talk about stuff on a Sunday, it helps you on a Monday. Do you talk about that? Because that, that, that's the stuff that's going on in my life. I'm sorry for it not being spiritual. I'm sorry for me having to deal with stuff in a realistic way. Your realistic problem is not any, is not, does not diminish the power of who Jesus is. Yeah. It, it does not make the cross not real. It does not, oh, I'm going through a real problem now. 
And then we, we guilt people because we're response addicts. Yeah. And the church has made us addicted to how we respond. Yeah. I better respond good in a bad day. I better respond happy when I'm not. I would rather you respond real. Yeah. Yeah. Now see if we responded real. Listen, we're not talking about depressed here. <laughs> Honestly, right? Somebody's like, yes. <laughs> I don't mean that. But see if we responded real. I think the church would go up. I think I'll come there. Let me just say something here. You don't need to participate because we don't want to. It's no response thing. <laughs> this message has got to come back and haunt me. <laughs> isn't it? This has got to come back and haunt me for years. Yeah. Hands up if you felt at any point in your life that you weren't spiritually good enough to come to church. My God. Ah, here. Here's the camera. <laughs> Can you just put your hands up again? Just didn't feel in a good enough place? Wow. Imagine people came and didn't pretend by responding yeah. to church. Yeah. Just came like, how are you? No, great. Pretty honestly, average. Pretty honestly, I'm struggling with Anna's sunshine on a happy day <laughs> situation at the moment, to be honest with you. Oh, I, think people would, I think people would feel all right about coming, yeah. regardless of how they feel. And Jesus is addressing this thing of responding. I mean, Jesus says, um, he said he says at Flint, so he's on his way to die. He couldn't be bothered. He's just like, too busy. I'd love to talk to you, Samaritans. I'd love to sit, I'd love to smile to you. But at the moment, I just, I'm just busy. Yeah. But we become obsessed about how people respond. Yeah. And if nothing else, by the end of this morning, maybe just this, another just the ratio with this stuff in our life helping us to go, I'm actually addicted to watching how people respond. Yeah. I'm actually, actually, I'm so consumed by how people look at me and nod at me and smile at me and they're folding their hands. Yeah. My goodness, we're worse than that. We, we judge emotion in texts. Serious, how can you judge an emotion in a text? Oh, hear what they said. Have you ever done this? I'm not even in the message here, but it doesn't matter. You ever sent a text message and you're like, ah. It's a minute later. It's a minute. It's a minute. It's a minute. And you're like, I text three minutes ago. <laughs> what are they up to? <laughs> Obviously don't care. Could be anything. Could be anywhere. Yeah. You have no idea. You have no idea what that person's doing. Yeah. Yeah. It's irrelevant. Uh, send a post on Facebook. Checking every two minutes to see how many more likes. You- two likes I've had. Yeah. <laughs> two, two likes. I've had two I've had two likes. Don't worry about it, it's a good guy, I liked it. <laughs> it's a quoted guy. Scanlon liked it. Could he care less who doesn't like it now? That's all the response I'm interested in at the moment. Stuff the loggies. <laughs> and Jesus says, You don't understand. My non response. 
and how you respond has got absolutely nothing, nothing to do with how much I love you. And we as the church have obsessed about how you respond. Obviously don't love Jesus, measure, and you'll not be a gaffer in this church, you don't start smiling. You'll not be a gaffer in here unless you become Mr. Enthusiastic. Real or imaginary, it's irrelevant. We don't care whether it's even real enthusiasm. In fact, Jesus, Jesus, this is a North Lanarkshire word, Jesus hunted. <laughs> hunted. Enthusiastic people. If any of you don't know, because if you're anywhere outside this area, you'll know what you're thinking. Hunted, as in the Hunger Games, hunted. No. We mean, told them to go away. We'd maybe say it in a different language. Some of you. That's just the leaders. And... Jesus had met guys who, Jesus, I'll do this for you. They were so enthusiastic. They were amazing at responding. They were response geeks. They were response addicts. And Jesus is like, nah. Can't follow me. Because I can tell the difference between enthusiasm and character. Yeah. And if we could learn this and even leave here today, this is not, this is not a big goose pimply message. Uh, Patch Adams is goose pimply. Watch that. <laughs> Same feeling. Uh, beyond our feelings yeah. and beyond people's response to you yeah. is a dying saviour. Yeah. Wow, that's yeah. awesome. That's yeah. The disciples are obsessed with response. And they're measuring, measuring people based on their response. Question, how much time do we spend measuring people based on their response? For goodness sake. How much time do you spend measuring where they're at in life, how they feel about you, how they think about you, how much they like you, how much they don't like you, how committed they are, how uncommitted they are. How many drives have you had in the country thinking about people's response? Days before. Or they responded like that. Oh, did you see what they said? No. What do you think of that text? I don't know. I don't know. I'm not attached to the emotion of the text. Text. You need to get off that addiction. Eh? Clothes there, eh? Sorry, that's a private thing. Didn't matter. <laughs> so he takes message. Fancy going for dinner? Text back. Two hours later. Which is too late, isn't it? It's too, it's too late to go for dinner on three weeks on Tuesday. <laughs> Obviously no important. Text back. We'll let you know. Yeah, that's it. Forget it. All based on response. And Jesus is like, I'm not responding to your response. And the charismatic Pentecostal church, I've got caught up in this addiction, this pandemic. Maybe the greatest instigators of it. He this, this, Jesus will only respond to your response. 
And Jesus is like, don't tar me with the same brush that you measure. I'm not responding. When Jesus says, I'm going to die, I'm sorry, I set my face like Flint. I'd love a chat, but I'm too busy dying for you. I'd love to have a chat. I'm dying to get to know you. That's a good one, isn't it? I'm dying to get to know you. And he says himself and he's off. And the disciples watch. Look at their behavior. They're not even welcoming them in. Nothing. <laughs> Shocking. Can tell they don't want to be here. Can tell they don't want to be here. Measuring all that. I'm a communicator, so I'm always managing voices. Yeah. Look, they're not happy. They're not. When I first started preaching, my first message, three and a half hours. <laughs> Outstanding. <laughs> On knowing the will. <laughs> That'll falter in. <laughs> it's Jonah in the wheel. Did you get that? No. Yeah. Oh, just private. <laughs> I'm not responding. And I, I was in church and I was preaching, and there was somebody sitting round about just a couple of rows back. There weren't that many as in. Uh, and three women sat with their jackets over their head. I don't know if it was the lights or it was my preaching, but either way, I was going to kill them. Just to let you know, I'd murder. It was the most unloving message you've ever heard on Grace. <laughs> it was the least gracious message on Grace I've ever heard. Because everything was about their response. Conversations. Talking to people at work. Texting folk. Social media. All this stuff. Question. Are you, an, are you a response addict? My name's Mark. And I'm a response addict. In recovery. Amen. And I understand we mention response in church sometimes. It's for atmosphere. It's not for moves of God. Would you ever love your daughter or son any less? Or serve them any less? Does Fraser and Carl think, oh well, based on that sunshine in my pocket, whatever you're singing, there'll be no love today. <laughs> there might be no sweets, which I get, but there's no any less love. Yeah. But when we teach that, or we don't teach that, uh, or we teach that it matters to Jesus. And it matters so much to Jesus. I think Jesus, why was it in it? Why did he say that? Because he said he says for Flint because he'd set himself on dying. And then he corrects the disciples because he wasn't happy that they wanted to kill people because of the response. Okay, let me just say this. Maybe you don't want to physically kill people. They did. They wanted to physically. They wanted to use the power of Jesus. They want to use the power of Jesus to get people happy. I will preach you happy. I will preach you into a smiley face. I will preach you into having a better attitude. And he's like, what? And we teach that and lack, which the church has done for years, will become behavioral puppets. 
Is it, can I ask a question here again, hands up, because we're looking for response here? <laughs> then he just can't be bothered sometimes. Honestly, this is the least spiritual, amazing church I've ever been in. <laughs> you just come here because of that, didn't you? You just come here because it's okay not to be okay. Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah. You just come here because being a spiritual giant has got nothing to do with response. Yeah. Jesus is not, hear me here, not, not, not responding to your acceptance and excitement. Okay? He's responding to his purpose. Which is to die for you. Your behavior is irrelevant. That's no grace. Oh, I can't, um, you know, see if great, see if you could not get saved by works, you cannot lose your salvation by behavior. He is responding accordingly, his purpose. He doesn't care. He doesn't care whether he's getting your attention or not. These Samaritans are like, I mean, they just see Jesus going like, he obviously is in a mood. I mean, he's not even stopped. He says, he set his face like, so he's just walking through like this. I mean, this is Jesus, right? We're, 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 we're response obsessed. We'd be running after him like, hi, that's me. Wouldn't <laughs> we? Dead camp as well. Wouldn't <laughs> we? We're running about like that. Hello, Jesus. I'm available. I'm available. I'm available. Heard me yet? Heard me yet? Heard me yet? Heard me praying? Heard me. You know, heard me yet? He's like, I have. <sighs> I, the thing has a have. And he's just like, oh. Jesus! Bolt. <laughs> Bolt your rocket. You'll not hear that. You'll not hear that in many churches on a Sunday morning. Jesus tell you, bolt your rocket. But that's what I know. Even Samaritan's like that. Disney like us. Disney like us. Because they're response addicts as well. Disney like us. We'll not be bargaining him or anything either. Can't even stop and say hello. Can I guys that? The disciples in the background like that. How dare you? How dare you not go on your knees when the Lord passes? How dare you? Get on your knees. Jesus, Jesus, we'll kill them. We'll kill them for you. We'll kill them for you. They're so disrespectful. Do you want us to do it? With his power. They have no power. They've got nothing. With his power. He's like, you're kidding do you know why I'm here? Do you, know the, do you know why I give you power? I'll give you power to correct people and joke people into behaviour and I don't... I don't give you power for that reason. I give you power to love. I give you power to die. Imagine somebody phoning up and saying, sorry you've no phone me. I'm sorry I was too busy dying for you. Well, let me just say this as we bring this in. People's lack of response to you. This is a wee left brain thought here. Or right brain. Depends where you live. 
<laughs> Who cares? It's just a thought. People's irritating response to you is Jesus in the mixy dying for you. Is that a thought or what? People are. Don't get it. Doesn't matter. You understand what I'm saying? So everything that we're not getting a response to is Jesus saying, I'm dying for you for that. That's something that needs to go. That's something that needs to go. That's something that you need to learn to not care about. That's something that you need to learn not to be bothered about. While you're worried about that response, I'm on my way to die. I'm, I'm dying for that thing that you're trying to fight for. And if we could teach that, that'll help me in a Monday. Absolutely. Yeah. That'll help me in a Monday. No saying I'll get it right. My name's Mark. Can I just say? My name's Mark. And I'm a response addict. I really am. I have been all my life. But Jesus, isn't he? Do you understand? He's no. And if we can be honest about that and stoke this in church, and maybe when we send out the word thing saying we're looking for that, it's no that. That's not what we're talking about. That's not not what we're talking about. But if we can just leave here and start thinking, God, I'm obsessed with that. I'm, I'm so affected by how people look at me. I mean, you, you wouldn't believe it as Christians. I mean, we've got the Lord. These guys are cast, wanting to cast fireballs. Seriously. These guys are wanting to cast fireballs and annihilate people. And they can't cope with somebody not looking at them right. Yeah. 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 And I know about Christian. Yeah. <laughs> Don't you think that's dead Christian? I think that's dead Christian. Let's cast fire. But, you know, I done a message years ago and it was called Jesus, my private assassin. So every time you're offended, every time you're rejected, every time you're annoyed, let's just make Jesus my private assassin. Take them out, the Lord. Lord, take them out. Take them out, Lord. I've told you this story before, but I'll tell you again. I was at a prayer meeting. I was saved about three weeks because I knew everyone. <laughs> now you like that when you first get saved. You know everything, don't you? Yeah. Wait, then yeah, I tell you what I know. <laughs> Did you, I? <laughs> when I first, I'll tell you, I would always say, when I first get saved, just, just pure bravado, you know, pure response, thinking that's what people want. Because oh, I'm a response addict. So I met my, men- my first mentor. He's getting mentored now. He ended up, he ended up my bad way with me. You know what I mean? Look at it. <laughs> <laughs> I can't take it anymore. Guy's a basket case. <laughs> so I says to him, so at my first meeting, so I wanted to impress him. I says, how you doing? Oh, no, no humility whatsoever. Total. See, if you don't have any humility, I wouldn't worry about it. God will humiliate you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, don't worry about it. Ah, it's coming. <laughs> So I says to him, I says, nice to meet you, nice to meet you. I says, just to let you know. Just to let you know. Let me just say something just as an offshoot here as time goes here. Don't worry if you've not got a mentor. It's important, but don't worry if you've not. Because sometimes a friend 
we'll stick closer than a brother. Some of my closest friends would lie down in front of your bus or me. There's a man in this room today. He was never a mentor to me. But we got sober together 20 years ago or whatever time ago. And he's still my friend today. And I can be honest with you, at times that friend's been more important to me than any mentor. So don't worry about that, you know what I mean? Anyway, I went to this guy because I wanted me fixed. And I shook his hand and he says, he says, I was like, how you doing? Blah, blah, blah. Dead nervous. He says, uh, just small talk really at first. And I knew he was a marathon runner. No, never ran one in my life. Never. Never. No even thought, but I have thought about it. It was one of these things. I have I've crazy bucket lists. You know, like bucket lists go to the Seychelles for a fortnight. Mine's just run a marathon. What's wrong with that? That's all right. That's sick. Yeah. Mine's just to run a marathon and get hurt. <laughs> <laughs> so so uh, I say to him, I can remember how I say it and I'm going to see it how I said it to him. Do you know what? I'm so glad I don't get embarrassed anymore. You know, how can how can you get, how can how can you embarrass a dead man? You understand? Yeah. Can I embarrass a dead man? Yeah. Very few things embarrass me. The odd wee thing, but very few things. Only one thing embarrasses me. I was up on a dance floor one time, right? That still embarrasses me. <laughs> and me and my pal says, come on, we'll dance with you two lassies. I says, all right then. Because I was confident. Like a basket case. <laughs> and we walked up. He says, I'll dance with that one. You it, was, it was the time. I don't know if you do this. Now. I've, I've not been in a nightclub for years. It's the time you used to tap the lassie and you just turn around. <laughs> Didn't even know them. Didn't even know them. You just tap them on the shoulder and they would turn around and you just go, ah. <laughs> All right. How's it going? No, you don't know them. He says, I love that one. You have the one next to them. I says, All right then. So he walks up and taps the other one. I tap, the, I, I tap her pal. And the pal turns around and it's her boyfriend. <laughs> Do you know what I says? No, I says, All right, mate. <laughs> don't know what to do. <laughs> Anyway, anyway, so, so I, says to, I, say, I says to the mentor, I says, I'm the type of guy, right? I struck like that. Honestly, I know you think I'm rough than you. You want to have seen me when I just get saved? I says, I'm the type of guy, right? Let's see if I was in a marathon with you. I'd beat you. It's the kind of guy you're dealing with here. He says, that. okay. I says, what do you think? Waiting on a response. He says, what do you think? I says, aye. I think he's going to go, you're a winner. You are a, bo- you are a born winner. I'm lucky to be mentoring you. You are a winner. So I thought he was going to say. You'll go far, son. No, he says, I think you're an idiot. <laughs> I think you're a total idiot. You think you can turn up with a tracksuit and a pair of trainers? Never train and beat me in a marathon? You're an idiot. You've got a long way to go, son. We'll need to go back to the beginning. All right, then. <laughs> For hero is zero in an instant. Okay. I don't know, was I gone somewhere there before I got one of that? I don't know, but anyway, time's gone. Uh, Do you honestly think that that's how shallow love is? 
Do we do that? Do we honestly think love is that shallow? It's based on somebody's face tripping them. Do we honestly? Is that where we've went? Is that where we're measuring Jesus? That, that, that we think somebody's mood is a sign of love? You know, sometimes you're having a conversation with people, just put a blindfold on. I'm serious. Just do that. See, look, Wednesday when they play hide and seek. Ready? They can't see you, so you think you can't see them. It's a bit like how we hide for God, isn't it? <laughs> can't see me. You can't see me. <laughs> They're hiding from there, can't see them. Uh, do we think that? Do we think that's, that's how things are measured? How we see people and you think that we became so obsessed with response that we think that that's how Jesus thinks about us? As if we're going to buy a skateboard and a big Bible. That's what I was going to say, the Bible man. <laughs> this is my clothes. So I'm in the meeting. It's a prayer meeting where the fish supper first. Dead spiritual. That was the best bit of it. By a mile, to be honest with you. <laughs> be about three mile. Uh, so we had the fish supper. We're having the fish supper. We're having the fish supper. Men's fish supper night. Yeah. And Christian, Christian men are hopeless at doing men's things, by the way, predominantly. Christian men's supper. Christian men's supper night thing. Guys like that. Can they no bother? Can they no bother? I'm working all week. Seriously, I'm working all week and I just stay in with my kids and just chill for a couple of hours. Seriously. Yeah. Most of the time. So we, uh, so we had the fish supper and the guy starts praying. I've never been to a prayer meeting before. The guy starts praying for Jim. Jim's not named. It's a problem. Jim's not named. <laughs> so Jim's his work colleague who's had a resentment after three years. So he brings out Jesus, his personal assassin. Lord, this is how it went. He heard me, the guy. He's a response addict. He thinks, Jesus, he thinks if he prays a certain prayer, Jesus is going to sort this guy out. Yeah. Yeah. You ever done that? Yeah. Jesus, I don't mean to say anything, but can you sort them out? Yeah. When's the liar's pants going to be in fire? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So he starts praying the prayer. Lord, we pray for Jim. Jim, Jim Jim's no saved. Poor soul. Jim's no saved, he's a poor soul and he's no beginning on me at work. He's irritating me, he's doing everything. So I'm like that. I don't get this, I don't get it. I don't get it, I don't get it. I'm like, when am I allowed to say something? Can I put my hand up? Do I pretend to pray? Do I answer in prayer language? Because you'd get that, they Pentecostal Christians. You just you, just stop, stop, stop saying it through prayer. Just stop and say what you think. Stop making all spiritual. Can I just say something? You're a bit jealous. The Lord would say, no, he wouldn't he? You just see it. It's all right. It's no any less spiritual if it comes for you. It's no any less true. The Lord would say, he tell Jeanette, she's to behave. <laughs> thus says the Lord. No, thus says you. Thus says you, and it's okay, but thus says you. It's no any less powerful. Do you understand? You can tell I'm a Pentecostal nightmare, innit? I love it. Stuff wrecks people's lives. Yeah. That junk. Yeah. So he says, we're praying for Jim. So Jim's got resentment against Jim. Jim's, Jim's, Jim doesn't like Bible man. Jim can't be bored with him. So I put my horn up. Maybe you heard the story, so I'll just be quiet. I put my horn up. No knowing that they thought I was praying. That was me. 
Took him about 20 minutes to see it. He's there still praying. I'd, I'd back pain the length of time we were praying. I was like, you'll need to pray on my back if we pray any longer here. I'm, I'm bent double here. Uh, so he said, uh, and this is what I said. I says, I don't mean to be ignorant. I would never do this. <laughs> I would never do this. But I would then. I would do it differently. Uh, <laughs> I'd still do it, but I just wouldn't do it that way. I wouldn't do it publicly. I'd pull him aside. I wouldn't pull him aside at all. I'd humiliate him in front of everybody. Aye, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> and I says to him, I could be wrong here, but I don't think so. I says, I think Jim's all right. Hold it, son. Baby Christian. <laughs> baby Christian. Because baby, because see when you're a baby Christian, you've no go to brain. Yeah. Doesn't matter what I've done. Yeah. Running main business, running that. that irrelevant. I'm a baby Christian. I have to become an idiot. Yeah. I have to, I have to start for idiot. I was an idiot with a mentor, but I wasn't an idiot in this. Yeah. I says, I think Jim's all right. I think Jim's all right. And I had this picture. I says, I think Jim's in the house. And at the time, I was watching Billy Connolly. And remember, he'd done the one with the big slipper. Yeah. Do you know the big slipper? And he sat and watched the telly with the big slipper, and he's not that. Oh, no. Yeah. No, we don't watch Billy Connolly. Not <laughs> no, we won't respond to that junk. Okay, so anyway, so Billy Connolly was talking about sitting with the big family and the big slipper and then going to the toilet like that, right? <laughs> remember that one? Yeah. Well, that's what I had a picture of. I had a picture of Jim sitting with the big slipper playing mousetrap. <laughs> we kid. No giving a rip. No caring a rip about Big Bible, man. Yeah. Yeah. So I says, I think he's all right. I think we need to play for you. I'm saved 25 years. I says, well, it's not working. Find you wake him up. Crippled with response. Do we get it? Do you get what I'm talking about here? Do you get what I'm coming for? Uh, that, oh, 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 I don't think they like me. What, what, based on a blink? What, a blink? A blink told you that? I don't think they like me. They've not gave me a thumbs up on Facebook for a day and a half. I'm convinced they fell out with me. 87% of people count likes. Response addiction. Hmm. Continual meltdowns. I had continual meltdowns in my life. Seriously. See if I'm only here to further give you permission just to be allowed to be on your journey, then that's good. Yeah. Continual meltdowns at people's response or non-response or people's acceptance or non-acceptance of me. The feeling of rejection that I could instantly feel just that how I've perceived somebody responding. Just not necessarily how what's going on, just how I've perceived it. When in truth, I've no idea what goes on in people's lives. Jesus was on his way to die for the Samaritans in the world and me and you at the time. And each day he's dying. If somebody's not responding to you right, Jesus is in the dying of that condition. Okay. 
how do we know what's going on in people's lives? Shyness. Pain. Awkwardness. Huh? Yeah. I don't know. Some people are painfully awkward. Yeah. When we first started this church, we used to take people in conference and go and conference watch. What a, what a bloody holiday club. Uh, some people that we took had never been in a hotel before. I found that. I didn't understand that. Mm -hmm. I didn't know. Yeah. Or we would do stuff and people had never been for a meal in public. Right. It's not uncommon, especially females, to, to be awkward eating in front of people. They just don't like it. They feel it's too intimate. We would presume that was rude. Uh, what about people that are frightened in crowds? They don't like crowds. Yeah. Or full-on people. If you've been brought up in a passive home and then somebody like me arrives in the same number, a car crash. <laughs> well, whoa, back off, mate. People are frightened of being judged or asked to speak. That's why I don't like to turn around and tell three people. Let's no bother turning around and tell them. I like to know play. Turn around and tell three people where you come from and tell them something about yourself. Let me no bother. Can I just sit there and no bother? I'm melting here. Yeah. I don't want to. I don't play. Honestly, I give you permission not to play. Don't play. I've, I've been to conferences. Turn around and tell 56 people. <laughs> you love the Lord. 56 people. I don't even like 56 people. <laughs> I don't know 56 people. Go and get to know somebody. Can I know? Any chance, any chance, any chance that it's alright if I don't? Yeah. So I just sit there and I'm like, no. Even if I get invited to the other church and they let me down the front because I'm a, getting a bit of a big star now, you know what I mean? <laughs> Sometimes I get down so I sit with the even more antisocial people. They sit there and they go, the guys on the platforms have me hiding like that. Turn around, I don't know, I'm not doing that. No, I'm not, I'm not playing. I'm not, I'm not playing your response game. Because I'm not wired that way. Ask to speak, ask questions. Maybe ashamed of the answer. Maybe even you don't like showing your teeth. Seriously. Yeah. I get that. And then we think, oh, they don't like us, or they don't like God, or they don't like church, or they don't like yourself. The list goes on. Yet we spend so much of your time analysing. And your walk, lying in your bed, sitting in your living room, watching EastEnders omnibus. Don't tell me you don't. Somebody's. No, no that, that unreal world. Does anybody watch that junk now, really? Good on you, brilliant in. <laughs> Thanks for the courageous response. Give up for Helen, a courageous response. Yeah. You'll not be doing that again for a while. <laughs> okay. Time has gone. I believe this subject's worth talking about. And I believe it's worth talking about to each other. And I believe it's worth getting honest about it and saying, Do you know what, I, I, I struggle. Two bob watch. Looks apart though. Been at half two for six weeks. <laughs> Be your hanging bird, no get to half two here. Someone's like, too right. Preach it, pastor. Tell you the now, sir. 
All right, let's have a wee stand together. Don't you think the church is the top of the league in this, though? We should be the bottom of the league. I want relegated. Relegate me. But Hamilton... For goodness sake. <laughs> goodness sake. Allow a man some. Try me a Dundee United support. I knew if you like Hamilton. Are you kidding? <laughs> Jesus was dying to get to know you. This week, try and spend time and think, oh no, I'm, I'm concerned about that response. What's going on internally in me? What buttons are getting pressed in me that's making me think that? Where am I feeling the need for approval or acceptance? I'm going to send a text and then I'm not going to go and pick up my phone two minutes later to find out if I've got a response. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to send a post and I'm not going to count likes. I'm going to, I'm, going to, I'm going to challenge myself. I'm not going to wait in a response. I'm not going to judge a response. I'm going to know that somebody else's response has got nothing to do with what's going on. It's everything to do with what's going on in you. Marriages, relationships, financial breakdowns, business breakdowns, church splits. All because of a response. That could have probably been managed way upstream if we were of dare to have a conversation. And dare to realise, you know what, Jesus is responding out of his love. I'm just, it's my purpose. I want to live my life no like this. I don't want to be a response addict. I want to live my life where I'm no stopped. I'm, how much further do you think we could be towards dying for others if we didn't keep stopping based on somebody's response? Yeah, yeah. No, if we could have just been like Jesus, I'm sorry, I'm busy, I'm dying, I'm dying for you, I'm on my way to dying for you, I'm on, he didn't even say anything, I'm on my way to dying for you, I'm on my way to dying for you, this is us. I'm on my way to dying for you, I'm serving my purpose. Oh, what's wrong with you? All right, bitch. Right. <laughs> Do you get what I'm saying? Do you get what I'm saying? Oh, what's wrong with you? All right. All right, how you doing? All right, I see you're unhappy. All right, can I fix you? We could have been, we could have been in the promised land in 11 days if we weren't obsessed with response. Oh, see if it was about response. Honestly, I'd shut Dundee down the now. I'd be like, I'll just shut it down the now. I may as well shut it down the now because I'm not getting the love for the other churches. But I'm dying. We're dying. We're dying to love people. Yeah. We're dying to love people. We're dying to serve people. We're putting one foot in front of the other. We're setting our face like flint. Thanks for listening to this podcast from Hope United. You can stay connected with us through our Facebook, Twitter and Instagram pages.